From New York's Hudson Valley, I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650. Read 650 celebrates writers in the spoken word five minutes and 650 words at a time. Today, as part of Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, we present another true personal story of resilience, recovery, and renewal. Martha Nance is a physician specializing in Parkinson's disease and Huntington's disease. Although most of her previous work has appeared in scientific journals such as the American Journal of Medical Genetics, she's recently balanced those medical pieces with essays like this one. Here's Martha Nance reading Diary. March 2020. I get a call from a patient's wife. Dr. Nance, you know, Jim's Parkinson's disease had gotten so bad. Last week, he developed a fever and trouble breathing, caught that corona infection they keep talking about, but we weren't allowed to see him in the nursing home. Since his room was on the first floor, we gathered outside his window to sing hymns. We held up his brand new granddaughter so he could see her, and we could see that he was smiling. He died two days later. I bake a birthday tort for my 32-year-old son, gluten-free for his wife, chocolate for him, and mail it to his New England apartment. April 2020. I receive a frantic call from another wife. Fred, a patient and a former colleague, was confused and sleepy after a fall. I arrange the admission, and Fred's not-yet-retired partner, Dr. Davidson, meets him at the hospital door to help him through the admitting process. Wives not allowed. A large brain hemorrhage and a few conversations later, Fred passes peacefully, his grieving wife heartened by the compassionate act of his colleague. I plant lobelias and alyssum in my greenhouse. In a few weeks, they will explode in blue and violet drops of honey sweetness. May 2020. My city explodes in flames and anger. The hospital where my husband works, only a few blocks from the epicenter of the George Floyd humanity quake, is boarded up and non-critical patients diverted elsewhere. My husband participates in emergency Zoom meetings about how to manage the dual crises of COVID and riots. I take hundreds of photographs of a burbling outdoor fountain, an infinite set of moments of light, motion, and texture. Later, I brighten, crop, filter, and recolor them, revealing the ideas and feelings hidden within. Tonight's photo paintings are red and dark, disordered and angry. August 2020. Several of my patients have survived COVID-19 infections. Many others have not left their homes since February. But they appear in the obituaries nonetheless. Are they dying of loneliness and fear? When you creep through the field, camera in hand, to within inches of a cool dragonfly, waiting for the rising sun to catch the dewdrops on her eye, laundry, groceries, and upcoming lectures all magically vanish. October 2020. I visit my 87-year-old father in his memory care unit. Puffing at his end of the long table separating us, he removes his mask, wondering why he has it on in the first place. He remembers that I have children and wants to know what they are doing, where they live. 
We will review this again next week, as we did last week. Homemade fudge is the solution. After several tries, I finally find the best recipe and elicit smiles from both husband and father. December 2020, the end of a long year. The bell has tolled 75 times for my patience. Greeting card stores do not provide condolence cards in bulk. I order a box of add-your-own-photo cards, on which I place a photograph of a setting sun. I hope my notes are helpful to families, but may I confess that they also provide closure for me. February 2021. My son calls. He and his wife have been diagnosed with COVID-19. They have food and Tylenol and a cat. Suppressing my instincts to fly out to mother them, I simply call them every day. Fingers crossed. A COVID care package, including best recipe fudge, makes its way to the East Coast. March 2021. My father has gotten his vaccines, as have my husband and I. My son and his wife are on the mend. Twelve more patients have died. Lobelia and Alyssum bloom happily in the greenhouse. Larval dragonflies await spring's warmth to sprout wings while our hospitals hope that their diversity initiatives will also take flight. After a spring-like weekend, winter has returned, and I take my camera outside in search of snowflakes. Martha Nance's essays have appeared in Intima, a journal of narrative medicine, and Dreamer's Creative Writing, among others. Her photographs have also been published in a variety of literary journals. She lives in Minnesota. Read 650 is a nonprofit literary organization with a mission to promote writers. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and learn about our upcoming submissions at read650.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Ed McCann, and this is Read 650.